0: So when this episode is live, we just released this following, or this previous Monday, an episode with Micah Fink, who is the founder and CEO of Heroes and Horses, an organization helping veterans, military veterans, uh, adapt um, and re re readapt sorry, uh, re-entry into civilian life Mm -hmm. after their deployments. Um, They're mostly dealing with PTSD, and it's a 40-day journey in the mountains of montana takes them up there they're riding horses they're eating you know real strict diet they're doing boxing they're training they're working out every day uh they do this thing called a sweat lodge which sounds fascinating yeah i mean it's just basically a sauna and you go in there and it's like a spiritual type yeah it's a native Uh, american tradition tradition.
1: and you you sweat out but it um, it takes you to a place it's 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 almost like fasting it's Mm -hmm. kind of the same it's like a clarity it takes you to a place where like just mentally you you get to places that just normally you're not
0: and so and the goal is after that 40 days that you've discovered who you are you discovered your true purpose yes you discovered your true why you're here Mm -hmm. and what what your role is here on earth and how do you use your abilities your talents your interests to to better other people.
1: And I think you know one of the things and this by the way the episode if you haven't listened to it is fascinating. <clears throat> and we talked we didn't talk much about you know what what they're doing in Montana but like just the conversation itself but one of the things that I loved was and I and I wish that some more of these like nonprofits approached it this way. It was like look, we're not going to leave room for excuses like you can accomplish everything like because remember he said something like there's no such thing as PTSD like you're allowing that to take control of you which is totally contrary like mm-hmm. to what what you're hearing and it's just, it was just fascinating how they go through that and you are in control and they put you in circumstances that are so hard and difficult like hey you're gonna be riding over these next two days you're gonna be riding at least a hundred miles mm-hmm. on horses yeah. or you know over this week you got 500 miles logged on a horse. I mean like Stuff that's like wild that you don't think is that hard, but like, if you don't ride all the
0: time, go ride go ride ten miles. Tell me how that feels. Yeah, and we did a deal for a company work thing. It was only like what two hours that we were on that horse. And no, about, I was no, scared the I whole time. I was
1: pissed because y'all cut it off
0: <laughs> at an hour because it was too
1: hot. I'm like, let's go! It, like, for we me, we literally made it one pasture, and you guys are like, oh, it's too hot. No, I'm go for, back.
0: For me, it had zero to do with heat and a hundred percent to do with fear that I was terrifying. on an animal. <laughs> terrified <laughs> Yeah, I, I do had you remember zero that. control of this thing he d- he had his mind of his own did his own thing and i was terrified i was ready to have be you, done. Have anyway you, have you
1: watched yellowstone i have have you seen mm-hmm. the clip where i'm ryan, the dude that, ryan
0: bingham and, the,
1: and beth dutton and he holds her from behind and he's like yeah i don't remember this that's why rip doesn't like him I, why didn't you hold me from behind well because our, you didn't give me horse. the opportunity because you just left <laughs> he he's like hey how does that feel like you're gonna hurt me Oh, how does how does it feel now? Like you're nervous and like ew. He goes, A fly can feel or a horse can feel a fly on its ass. Imagine all he's feeling from you when you're on the horse. So when you're on the horse, no, I get that. You being panicked and being a little Yeah. La la little sissy la la.
0: (laughs) Don't you gender me. What's, don't you that horse my is Of course,
1: not going to respond. Yeah, you got. You got to. No, tell that horse what to do.
0: No, I, I know. I get it. I, I've heard that. Like it sense your fear. That's like telling me, like, don't be scared to jump out of a plane. Like I'm, I'm scared to jump out of a plane. I'm scared to get on a big old beast that I have no control over. Anyway, you do that? that's not what this episode's about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, anyway, so that was an hour. Fascinating. It was, fascinating, and they do that for but it was a fascinating
1: days. conversation yeah. that we had, and just their approach, and and I like, I was like. Dude, Micah, like, can I come do this? Because yeah. it's right just what they're doing, what they're doing with these guys is just incredible, and and I just think more people need these types of experiences to show you, okay, I can accomplish it, yeah. I do control it, I can control my mind more than I give myself credit. Yeah. yeah. So it was awesome.
0: Yeah, and I, I wrote down a couple of thoughts and, and notes that I took from that because we actually went to lunch with them as well and had a two-hour conversation. <sighs> before we even press record. So my notes are actually from that as well. And just, yeah. he's such an intelligent person. He's not the stereotypical Navy SEAL that seal you think of that cowboy. you have in your mind. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's very, d- he's a deep thinker. He's yeah. very thoughtful with what he says. He doesn't just fly off the cuff. He's, he's thought about Yeah, because he's spent so much time alone. Yeah, He's thought about why he thinks what he what thinks. What
1: did he say? He said, there's, he is alone. What was it? It was like 60 days out of the year that he doesn't speak to a soul.
0: Yeah. Well, and on these, these retreats, yeah. he does two or three, maybe four of these they do a, four. Year, they four do four a year. Four a year. And part of it is yeah. by yourself, not talking. So he spent a lot. And that was the first thing I wrote down is, is knowing thyself. That, that's yeah. the theme of their, yeah. of this, this year's events is know thyself. And that's knowing your talents, your abilities, your preferences, your weaknesses, your strengths, and your interests. And how many of us know ourselves intimately? How many of us give ourselves the time, whether we give ourselves the quiet time or we put ourselves in situations where we're forced to learn about ourselves? How many of us do that on a daily basis?
1: And I would argue almost none of us. It takes an intentionality because who do we think we are like our culture right now like when you were when you describe yourself what perspective is that coming from and, and this is a legit question like if you were to say okay I'm Ben you know
0: this is who I am it comes from what others say or think about me what you hear people tell you yep. about yourself
1: yep and and I 100%. think of that like I was think, oh yeah good communicator um, uh, thoughtful or um, extremely ridiculously good looking, <laughs> <laughs> totally good, totally good. but it's not my fault. <laughs> but like you re all you do is regurgitate things that you hear about yourself, and very few of us take the time to actually. Who knows us better than ourselves? Mm-hmm. So like, well, why
0: are we letting other people dictate? Well, truly, other people do know us better than we know ourselves because <laughs> we don't give ourselves the time to the, do. Well, that. thank you. Yeah. yeah, thank yes, you're right, but. But, I mean,
1: really, though, like, nobody's in our head all day long. Nobody. So, what we do is we hear what somebody says, and then we try to live up to those expectations that other people put on us, and they're not, they don't, they're not even us. Yeah. So, that was, the, I agreed. like, know thyself. That, that
0: shook me. Yeah. Because, that was the theme of the show, for sure, for me. Yeah. Was the realization that I do not take enough time to truly understand Because if I did, then I wouldn't struggle as much with, you know, identity or what am I after? Or if I actually gave myself time and permission and space to figure out who I truly am. And I would
1: say you're fairly intentional, but I think with you, it's like, all right, what are my goals? What are my aspirations? For me, my my quiet
0: time is more about what can I accomplish less than it is what can I discover about myself? Yeah. It's more about what can I get done here yeah. to, per- to progress versus can I just sit in silence? Yeah. Darren even touched on this. He, he went on a hunting trip. Uh-huh. He said this on the episode, and it was the first time. And Darren's, you know, somebody I think of immediately when I think of this is yeah. he said for the first time he was by himself, quiet. and He didn't like it. He, he's not sure he liked, truly likes himself in that moment. Darren's a go-go guy. Like he's there's very little downtime for him. He's always to the next thing. His mind is constantly cluttered with the next, and a lot of us live life that way. Yep. And that was Micah's point was giving yourself the space and the time, intentionality to discover who you really are. Yeah.
1: I mean, think about like, and Tiffany and I are like this too. Is hey, we have a free Saturday. What do we? How can we fill it? What are we going to do to fill it? And it's just. Man, it's just one of those things that...
0: Boredom is not a thing anymore. No. We've replaced boredom with these phones and the, yeah. and the screens, and very rarely are you ever bored because you don't have to be yeah. anymore. And boredom is where creativity thrives. Yeah.
1: Tiffany did uh, Tiffany did this thing, and I may have talked about it. I can't remember, but she did this thing. Um, it's a company called Sparrow. Um, and so she's actually in the Dallas area, and she took a bunch of NFL wives and she does this like identity mission statement training. And it's a pretty intense deal. It's a couple days. She, she went to Denver and then she actually had to come back to Dallas to finish it. But you literally walk through your entire, your entire story like childhood, adolescence, young adult, like you walk through everything. You walk through trauma, you walk through success, you walk through and and at the end of it you come out with your personal mission statement like who you are and why you were created right like why god created you the way that he did why he why the things that happened to you did what strengths what weaknesses all came from that and like tiffany finished that she's like i've like i've had things that i've like addressed but like i've never taken the time to really actually like i've told my story i'll like Mm-hmm. throw it out there like I do it all the time but it's the rehearsed regard over and over the same thing mm-hmm. that I tell everybody and like she's like it's the first time I actually got to know myself yeah and and it was crazy like coming out of that and and Heroes and Horses is some similar to this right there's more physicality I think of just the, the audience that it mm-hmm. that it caters to but the sparrow deal and her name's Rachel joy is just unbelievable and I got to actually sit in the last session and she like, like storyboards your entire. So literally on a whiteboard, there's a picture of your life. Like mm. if you could create a picture and it's the craziest deal. But again, like I've never gone through that. I've never like walked yeah. through.
0: Well, unless you're like on a podcast or something telling your story. But even you might tell bits and pieces of your but story, but you so. don't ever tell the whole thing. But even
1: so I like and I love and I love Dak. Mm. Like, I think Dak's a great guy. But it's an interview. If you're on a podcast, no matter what, yeah. it's an interview. Like yeah. you're not as 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 I think we create an environment here for guests to really kind of share. And you know, a lot of them say, oh, I've never shared this actually on a podcast. I've never said this. Like, like cool, like we feel good when people say that. But like everybody's guarded. Yeah. Like it's it's a rehearsed, filtered, um, like shell of a story of who they really truly are Mm -hmm. and so i I don't know like it's like and i and i say i say dak prescott like he is he has mastered the perfect answer on interviews yeah like that's not that's not who he is as a person. Yeah. Well, so, he
0: has to be so guarded, right, yeah. from a marketing standpoint. And, and, that's, a, and, that's, you know. and that's a different that's level, but honestly, it's, the same,
1: yeah. it's the same concept.
0: That's why we don't interview a lot of athletes yeah. on this podcast is because of that reason yeah. right there. They've yeah. got to be so guarded with yeah. their answers and so buttoned up, and yeah. they're afraid that their PR guy's going to come and shut them off. So, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, that was that was one that stuck out to me. Another thing that stuck out to me, and it kind of leads to what you're talking about, is living off of past accomplishments, and the need to change the story of what you did in the past to remain relevant today. Again, he didn't say this as much on air as he did before. He was hating on a lot of people that we look up to, Yeah. meaning the story's changed over the years, whatever happened originally, you know, early on in combat or wherever scenario he's, he's talking about that's not really how it went down, Yeah. but what they do, what, what people do, and we all do this. Mm-hmm. We, we, add something to the story, add a little flavor flavor to it, add another element, another detail so that we don't fall out of relevance. If my identity is based on, like in our scenario, being a football player, of course my stories are now made, you know, yeah, i freaking broke my leg and still finished the game. Did you really? Like you had a slight ankle tweak. Yeah. Yeah. No, I broke my leg. Like the story changes because you got to stay relevant. And And this happens a lot in athletics. It happens a lot in the military. It happens a lot a lot of our past accomplishments, we try to regurgitate and, and bring back to the surface so that people still think that we're cool and we identify as whatever it is that we used to do. Yeah, yeah. That was another interesting. And we
1: believe it because it's just subtly tweaked. And we told it so many times and it's tweaked and it's tweaked and it's tweaked. And we believe that we're actually telling the truth. Yeah. And again, I don't think it's a deliberate lie, but it again, it is, you know, It's not a pure steak, right? If you're throwing a little Montreal seasoning, a little garlic salt, Mm -hmm. a little pepper, like you put a little extra on it. Yeah. And, and, and and I had never thought of it that way. And I mean, I'm guilty of it. I know. And I've heard, you know, you hear that story like, wait a minute, I was there. Yeah. Definitely is not. Yeah. Definitely not how it went down.
0: And and even if you're not changing the story, like for example, I was back home this weekend, a buddy of mine, Mm -hmm. the quarterback that I played with in college was inducted to the school's hall of fame. And so I was back and that's all the hall of fame ceremony is about Yeah, is old accomplishments. Yeah. And even in that scenario, I'm seeing these people I haven't seen in 10 years and they're coming up to me, you know, talking about, you know, the old, good old days. Yeah. And and even 12 years later, yeah. it felt good when somebody complimented yeah. the stuff I accomplished 12 years ago. Yeah. It's like, I'm 34 years old. Yeah, I hadn't a, i I don't have a football accomplishment since I was twenty two yeah. and yet I still get that dopamine hit yeah twelve years later of the things that I did that long ago. Yeah. so it's easy for me to still see myself as an athlete mm-hmm. or a football player. That was a long time ago gosh I know and yet i still it still feels good mm-hmm. when somebody brings that up yeah and so that's easy that's that that's one of the things I took away from him it's e- very easy to do that. It's very comfortable to do that to live off of past accomplishments to stay relevant today. Yeah. And then lastly, uh, and there was a lot of, obviously a lot of takeaways, but lastly has nothing to do with either one of those two. It's a little bit of a left turn left turn is the importance of preparedness. Yeah. So again, I, I forget exactly how much he shared on the podcast and what was in our conversation before and all kind of ran together, but he lives in Montana in a small rural little town away from the town on his own acreage, grows his own vegetables, harvests his own meat, so he hunts. And, and that's, he doesn't go to the grocery store for meat. And then goats too, so he'll raise like goats and yeah, sheep. Yeah, raises his own goats and sheep. Has his children at his house, like literally they birth, he births his children at home. Homeschools all five of his kids. So he is completely, dis- his 16-year-old daughter doesn't have a cell phone. He is completely disconnected from everyday life
1: online. He's putting like a geothermal water system in so that, you know, solar can run. I mean, it's, yeah. So
0: he is completely gone to the side of, I don't want to be reliant, dependent on any system. Mm -hmm. I want to be self-reliant 100%. And maybe I'm never going to go that extreme with it, Mm -hmm. but it did remind me that when we have a, a freeze and powers out for a week, I am Incapable of anything. Yeah. I have no hunting skills. I have no survival yeah. skills. Life has been very easy for me. I, I've fully embraced 2022. Yeah. Com- the comforts of 2022.
1: Yeah. Well, and I mean, we talked about just the food situation, yeah. right? Like and how, delicate how it is. scary yeah. that could be in the near future, because it is it is being controlled by you know a handful of individuals or yeah. of corporations. Right. Yeah. And so like, if they want to shut it off, I mean,
0: think about the, f- the millions formula and millions of people could not be yeah.
1: not afford food.
0: Think about the baby formula shortage. Yeah. We had a couple months back and yeah. people were scrambling yeah. driving hours just to get a bottle of formula for their baby. Like yeah. how scary of a situation is that, that you can't provide food for your infant. Yeah. And there's a lot of reasons why people can't breastfeed. So you, yeah. uh, you people out there that say, Well, they're just breastfeed. There's a lot of reasons you can't. Right. But the point is that's a system in place that you're very reliant on. Grocery stores, same thing. We are just assuming that when I go to Kroger, Target. Think about how
1: inconvenient it is when, if like they're out of
0: something. Or they're out of something. I'm just assuming oh. if I show up, it's gonna be on the shelf yeah. for me and I'm gonna be able yeah. to buy it. Yeah. What if it's not? Exactly. The toilet paper shortage of COVID. It wasn't available. People were making a run What do you do? the gas shortage a few years ago here in Dallas, La- hour or, or hour. Yeah. Hours line down the block to get gas. Every gas station was out of gas. Cause every gas station was out of gas station. What do you do in that scenario? Yeah. So again, a lot of us have, and it's not a big, there is an element to, to keep the economy going. You've got to feed into the system in that yeah. way. Yeah. But I think the point is the reminder to me was, Hey, if something, one little thing goes wrong, I'm, I'm up a creek. I don't have a lot of, you know, backup plans. So it was just in my mind of, okay, I need some contingency. If I want to take care of my family, maybe I do need to go on a hunt and learn how to do that and kill a big elk so that I have meat in my freezer for the next year. Maybe I do need to learn, you know, some basic survival skills. So if a man-made or a, or a natural disaster come, people in Florida, the hurricane, what do they do? Yeah. right? You board up your house and then you head off. Then where do you go? Yeah. What do you do? Do you have these plans in place to take care of your family if disaster strikes, whether yeah. man-made or in natural disaster? And so,
1: you know, kind of in preparation for, for Micah coming on is, is you've sent me a couple podcasts, Mike force. Yep. Um, and he's very much on that, like preparedness side of it too. And like, he just said, look, there's a handful of simple things Like you don't have to be this, like crazy doomsday prepper right mm-hmm. building the house underground and like all this stuff like you, you don't have to but there's a handful of things that take a very little amount of effort just in case like hey if something does happen where do i go yep okay how do i get there not taking the major freeways that that google maps is going to mm-hmm. take me on do you have something that if cell systems cell towers go down and micah brought this up like the whole solar flare deal yeah. like Imagine if we get hit with this electromagnetic blast from a solar flare, which, by the way, has happened over and over and over and over in our history of this planet, is we're almost like overdue. Mm -hmm. I mean, it happened in the late 1800s, and it took out the telegraph, took it out. They're saying if it happens now, equivalent to what it was then, it could take us 11 years to recover from that. (laughs) 11 years. Yeah. What are you doing in the next 11 years? <laughs> right. So again, not saying like you have to be this crazy, but like, Hey, maybe have a physical map. Mm-hmm. Maybe have just a handful of reserve containers of fuel. Maybe have some water on hand. Maybe look, I've got some non-perishable food that like, I can't maybe a bag that like, Hey, I can just grab and I can go if we need to go. Like, just like things that you're like, you're not like this crazy psycho. Like a lot yeah. of people make, but you okay. You're, yeah. But like, it's not that far out of the question. Like if you think through some of these things, like a couple of things things could have happened a little bit differently and we could have already been there in the past.
0: What about something more common than a solar flare? A house fire. Yeah. I'm just sitting here thinking I've got a two story house. I don't even have ladder, you know, like, yeah, like the safety out. ladders yeah. you can roll out. I haven't even talked to my boys about no. what do you do in the scenario of a fire. Mm. That's something that Again, that's not doomsday prep. That's something that could happen. Yeah. And yet there's no contingency plan in my house if that happens. Mm-hmm. And so we've talked about this before. You don't change typically until you feel pain. Yeah. In this scenario, it would be nice if we would make changes or at least put contingencies in place yeah. before we felt the pain. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I took away is, okay, I need to start being more thoughtful. Because there's yeah. probably going to be something that happens this winter. Yeah. Something's <laughs> going to get, you know, we're, we're sure. probably going to get power shut down at some point. How am I going to be prepared for that? What am I going to do? So, again, maybe I'm not building a bunker <laughs> or some, as Mike Glover on his Mike Fort Paul, a bug out vehicle yeah. where I'm able to escape. Yeah. But it's having that rollout ladder. It's yeah. having a plan for my kids. Hey, if yeah. this happens. Hey, if, you know, you're home alone and a stranger not. like what you, Even yeah. that type stuff. Just preparedness. Yeah. What are you ready for? Yeah. That was a big takeaway for me. So, no, I'm not going to go off and move to rural Montana, although it would be nice sometimes. I'd do it. I'm still going to live my life here, but am I ready for if something goes down? Yeah. And that was another big takeaway yeah. for me. It's good. So like those you. are my three big, I'm sure you guys had different takeaways from the conversation. Uh, he, like I said, was almost too intelligent Gosh, <laughs> yeah. to capture. Well, he, just, he was so
1: intelligent. You're just like, I'm an idiot. Like, yeah. I, I, and again, the one thing that I really love about like, our military training is they do put an emphasis on history. And we we've we've gone so far away from teaching history to our kids because it's like there's so much that we can learn from failures in the past or successes in the past. And we just completely ignore it now, yeah. I feel like. Unless yeah. it's unless Hollywood tells us what it is, like we're not learning about history yeah. to the level that we should. And his his intimacy with like past events and trends and things, I'm like, man, I I really wish that I wish that I had the intentionality that he did. Yeah. About learning
0: from others. That's probably the best word to describe is he's intentional. Yeah. You can tell he's done a lot of work yeah. on himself and yeah. really put in the time. So hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Yeah. Again, we released that on Monday uh, and, and had some good takeaways. Go support heroes and horses. They're wow. on Instagram at heroes and horses. He's off the grid. He, you, we have to, we had to good reach luck. out to his people yeah, good luck. to get a hold of him. So because he's living his life. He's not online. So, But you can support his organization, Heroes and Horses. They're always looking for donors. Yeah. They're always looking for volunteers. Go get involved uh, with Heroes and Horses. Before we get out of here, we do want to thank our partners. Uh, speaking of knowing yourself and being ready for anything, good sleep is a big part of that. Yeah. And our partner's sleep number uh, provide us with that great sleep. Even when your 3-year-old comes in, 2-year-old comes in at 3 o'clock in the morning and bugging you, Uh, at least, at the very least, I'm getting great sleep before that moment and yeah. then after that moment once I get them settled in an hour later. Yeah. Uh, so go check out sleepnumber.com. Again, Tyler was talking about it, Damn. the foot warmer, adjust the bed. All this is controlled on your smartphone, on your app. Speaking of relying on systems. Oh, no. <laughs> I can't move my bed. What well, if my app doesn't work, how do, how I, do I prepare?
1: I, how do I incline my feet?
0: <laughs> so anyway, go, go check out sleepnumber.com or they have retail stores yeah. all over the country. Uh, and then November thirteenth, Choctaw Casino Resort, Tyler, Darren, and myself will be up there live watching the Cowboys versus the Green Bay Packers. Unfortunately the Cowboys took a tough loss this week, but they're still in a good position, right. still having a great year. The Packers actually aren't that great, but anytime you got Aaron Rodgers, you got a chance. Yeah, you got a chance. So it's gonna be a him. great game. We're gonna even if it's not a great game. The league up there, the sports bar up there. Make it a great experience. There's a million different TVs going around. It's going to be an awesome experience. Yeah. So come join us up there at Choctaw Casino Resort. Even if you don't like football or sports, where tons is of stuff Where is it, is it again? Choctaw Casino Resort. Yeah, where is Choctaw? Oh, it's just a short drive up 75, Durant, Oklahoma. Durant, Oklahoma. Just if north. You get, if you, yeah, if you get on 75 in Dallas and head north, you run right into it. Yep. It's fantastic. So uh, come see us. Wish Tyler a happy birthday. This is his birthday weekend. Um, come, come say Hello. And uh, we'll uh, we'll buy you a, a hamburger or something pretzel, up there. A pretzel was good. A pretzel, something you like have that. It last time. So, yeah, that's right.
1: I, I, f- I have a feeling you're going to make up for lost time <laughs> on, on the foods. That's
0: right. That's right. Any uh, any closing thoughts? No, nah, man. I, go back and listen if you have not already.
1: Go back and listen to that episode. Um, it really, man. There's is. It could have been a six hour podcast easily. Yep.
0: Oh, and we have one more plug on that. Um, he did. and We mentioned this on the episode. He did. Uh, a four-hour marathon with Jocko earlier yeah. this year that went through his entire story. We touched a little yeah. bit on his story. We didn't have that much time with him, but, uh, but they went through his entire So if you want to hear his entire story, go to the Jocko podcast. Just type in Micah Fink, uh, and you'll be able to find that as incredible story, yeah, is. the way he grew up. So yep. anyway, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, have a great rest of your week. Thank you. And a great weekend, and we will see you next week.